Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. You need to know that God does not want you to have a bad life. God loves you. He sent his only begotten son to die on the cross that your sins can be forgiven, that you could be made new, that you could have a blessed life. He wants you to have a blessed life. In fact, in the Bible, it tells us in Deuteronomy 30, God said in verse 19, I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, here's God's plan for you. Choose life that both you and your descendants may live. See, God says, look, I'm going to give you guys the freedom to choose. Do you want to choose a blessed life or a cursed life? Do you want to have a good life or a bad life? And we all get the freedom to choose. Now, sometimes we choose poorly, right? If I were to ask you, have you ever made any bad decisions? I mean, if you're honest with yourself, we all say, yeah, we made some bad decisions. God wants to help you make good decisions. God wants to give you insight and understanding and wisdom so that you would make great decisions, that your life would be blessed, that your family would be blessed, that your descendants would be blessed. That's God's desire for you. Now, why would anybody say, no, I don't want that. I want a terrible life. I want to be deceived. (laughs) I want to be lied to. I want to have misery and drama. Now, you might say, Pastor Bob, does anybody choose that? Yeah. I talk to people who tell me, man, I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to follow God. I want to live life with no laws. I want to be lawless. I want to be wicked. Why? Because they're deceived into thinking that it's going to be good. But the truth is, it's not good. And for us, we need to know that God gives us all the freedom to choose, but God wants you to have a blessed life. Now, Jesus said that there are a lot of people who choose unwisely. In Matthew 7, 13, Jesus said, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. So Jesus is saying, hey, there's a lot of people that are choosing the wrong path. But he says in Matthew 7, 14, because the narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few that find it. Now that's a great mystery to me. Why is it so many people would want to choose the path that leads to destruction? And why is it that that people wouldn't want to choose the path that leads to life, that leads to a fruitful life. Jesus said, I have come to give you life, to give it more abundantly. Jesus said, I came to give you a life that's full of joy, overflowing with joy and peace and love. Jesus came that you could have a good life. Now, why is it that people aren't experiencing the kind of life that Jesus came for us to have? Well, people choose wrongly. And it's a great mystery to me why people would choose to reject Jesus' life. Now, if you're new here and you're thinking, well, Pastor Bob, you're making it sound like if you follow God and choose what he has, things will be much better than if you don't follow God. Well, absolutely correct. That's what I'm saying. And you say, well, how do you know that? Because I've done it. I grew up in a non-Christian home. We never went to church. We had parties at our house. I mean, I was an atheist. And I lived the life of make up your own rules. Uh, you know, now they are starting to make some things legal that used to be illegal, and, and it's not helping people. It's, it's bad. And, and why would people reject Jesus' plan? Why would people reject because they're deceived? They don't realize that it's so much better. In, in John 8, 12, Jesus said this, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. See, Jesus said, 
man, I've come to bring you light. And if you follow Jesus and his plan, then you don't have to be in darkness. You don't have to make bad choices. You don't have to stumble through life, you know, having all kinds of unnecessary hurt and heartache and misery. Now, so many people are not experiencing what God has in store for them. They're missing out on God's blessing because it, they, they engage in things that are bad choices. They, they get involved in things they shouldn't be. And then when the pain and suffering comes, instead of repenting, they blame other people. Oh, yeah, the reason that I got this problem, it's her, it's him, it's whatever. Someone told me, they said, you know, people shoot themselves in the foot and they shoot themselves in the head and then they ask, why is it hurt? You know, it's like, but the truth is, is that we have learned how to just blame everybody else. And that is, you know, keeping you from knowing the truth about yourself. See, I found that in my life, many of my problems come from me, right? And, and when I recognize that Jesus wants me to have a better life, whenever bad things happen, I look at it and say, why are these things happening? Is this because of my choice? Am I choosing wrongly? Or is it that, you know, there's other things going on or whatever it might be? But why would people choose to do wickedness? Why would people choose to reject Jesus? You ever thought about that? Well, Jesus explained it to us in John 3, 19. Jesus said, the light has come into this world, speaking of Jesus, but men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. So why would people want to live in darkness? Well, Jesus explained it. He said in John 3, 19, men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. See, some people just want to do evil. And that is the mystery of wickedness. Why would someone just want to do evil when it's going to cause you heartache and misery, perhaps even being locked up in prison? But even worse than that, I think being in prison is not as bad as, as all of the emotional and psychological pain and suffering that comes from engaging in evil. So in our text, verse 7, when he says, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. The context there, he's talking about this world leader coming on the scene who opposes God. And there's going to come a time in the last days, and he talks about this in the book of Revelation, where people are going to worship this guy who is opposite of Jesus. Jesus is love and grace and mercy. And this guy is wickedness and lawlessness and unrighteousness. And the Bible says there's going to come a day when the whole world worships him. In Revelation 13, 8, it says this, and all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life. So the people whose names have not been written in the book of life, they're going to worship this world leader who stands for wickedness and unrighteousness. Now, why would that be? Why would people worship something that's unholy and unrighteous and wrong? Well, there are many reasons, but one of the reasons is that God has designed us as people to worship. Did you know that? That God made you, do you know that God made you to breathe? And it just happens, right? God made your heart to pump. God made you to eat food and drink and all those things. And God made you as a worshiper. Now, God has made all of us, it's part of our makeup, to, to worship him. But sometimes people choose to worship the wrong thing. And so God warns us not to worship wrong things. Deuteronomy 4, he says, And take heed lest you lift up your eyes to heaven, and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars and all the host of heaven, and you feel driven to worship them and serve them. So God is saying, look, if you feel driven to worship the wrong thing, watch out. Don't do that because it's going to be bad for you. And so in our text today, he tells us in verse 10, he says, and with all unrighteousness and deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. In other words, he's saying, who are the people who are going to be deceived by this leader? It's the people who did not, in verse 10, did not receive the love of the truth. So I guess the question today is, do you want to be deceived? Do you or do you love the truth? Do you want to know the truth? 
Do you love to sing that song on the radio, Tell Me Lies? I don't, I don't even know how the thing goes where I would sing it, right? Do you love that? You just go through the house, ooh, I want to be lied to, right? How many of you have said that to your husband or your wife lately? Can you just lie to me at least once this week? Raise your hand. Nobody? It seems idiotic, right? But there are people who are going to be deceived. Now, the alternative to being deceived is knowing the truth, right? Do you want to know the truth? See, Jesus came so that you could know the truth, that you could make good decisions. Because you can't make good decisions unless you know the truth. The truth about what? The truth about everything. The truth about who you are, the truth about your nature, the truth about God, the truth about God's plan for your life. And Jesus said in John 8, if you want to know the truth, he said, if you abide in my word, speaking about reading the scriptures, the Bible, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Free from what? Free from the bondage of sin, free from deception, free from making bad choices. See, Jesus came so that you could be a wise person and make good choices and be free from stupidity. If I were to say, who here wants to be more stupid? Why would anybody want to be in the dark? Why would anybody want to live in darkness? Well, we know Jesus explained it. But here's the deal. I assume that many of you are saying, you know what, Pastor Bob? You make a good point there. Being in the dark and choosing poorly is probably not what I want. I want to do what's right. I want to choose the good path. I want to live in the life that God has for me. I want to have the joy and the peace and the love that Jesus came to bring me. Well, why is it that people don't experience that? Well, because sometimes people choose not to follow Jesus. And if you choose to follow Jesus and you choose to say, Lord, you have created me. You have a plan for my life. Help me to know your plan, your purposes. Help me to know the truth. Help me to be uh, wise. Help me to make good choices. Help me to choose the path that leads to a blessed life. When you do that, then he answers those prayers. Now, how do you do that? Well, the Bible explains it very simply. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior and choose to follow him, then you can just simply pray and invite him into your life. And it starts by admitting that you're a sinner, that you've made mistakes, you've done some things wrong in this life. In 1 John 1, 9, he says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What does that mean? It means that you can be forgiven simply by believing and putting your faith and hope and trust in Jesus Christ. They say, Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sin, and I ask you to forgive me and help me to repent and to want to live the right life. Help me to get on the right path in life. See, that's what God has for you. God wants you to experience a blessed life, and you can do that today. And we're going to give you an opportunity here in just a moment that if you want to invite Jesus in your life, if you've never prayed that prayer, if you've never asked Jesus to forgive you and come into your life, then you can do that here in just a moment. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, we're so blessed that you love us and that you want us all to experience a blessed life, a life of blessing and not cursing. And so we thank you, Lord, that you have given us this truth today. And we ask that you would help all of us to desire earnestly, Lord, to follow you and to seek you and experience your blessings. Help us, Lord, to choose wisely, to choose the blessed path that you have for us. And so we thank you, Lord, for your word today. And we look forward to your blessings in our life this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, let's all stand. Well, if you have never invited Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, that's the first step to having a thankful life. And if you would like to invite Jesus into your life today, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that today. So would you bow your heads with me today? If you would like to invite Jesus into your life, we're going to pray together, and I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and that you want to receive forgiveness of your sins, you can simply repeat after me as I pray this prayer and you can invite Jesus into your life. And so you saints, you pray with us, help him out. So if you'd like to invite Jesus into your life, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. I ask you now 
to forgive me of my sin. I invite you into my life and ask you to help me to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd love to give you a Bible and, and help you on your way with the Lord. And that is the first step to experiencing the riches in Christ is to receive Him into your life. And then to keep following Him, to read the Bible, to be in fellowship, to go to church, to worship Him, to pray, all of those great things. Uh, so we're going to stop there tonight because we're out of time. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will